0: Hello, I'm Jerry Hancock from Men in Balance and meninbalance.org, and we talk about issues important to men in their spiritual development, and today we're certainly talking about an issue that's really important in that regard, and that is meaning in life, or what is the meaning in life? I would guess that most of us men spend some time on this topic in our heart of hearts, in our depth of our thinking. Um, especially as we get further along in life, we ask the question, why am I working so hard at this job or doing all these difficult things? Why is life so hard? What is the meaning of life? What, uh, what is it that I am intended to be doing? And am I making the contribution to the world that I am capable of making? All of those are big, 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 heavy issues. But, um, you know, the fact of the matter is that most of us don't do a lot of examining of our own lives. Wasn't it Aristotle that said the unexamined life is not worth living? And I'm encouraging you here to think about meaning in life as you see it, meaning in your own life, and what meaning will your life have when you're gone, and how do you go about making a difference in that regard. So let me start by asking you to just give some thought to this question. What turning points can you identify in your own life, and what was significant about them? You might just give that some thought for a minute. What turning points can you identify in your own life, and what's significant about each of them? Maybe it was a Sunday school teacher, an outing with the church group, or a chance meeting with an old friend at some point, or somebody who took you aside and gave you some feedback that uh, changed your life, or it could be a divorce or another traumatic event in your life that caused you to change. Maybe you gave up alcohol or cigarettes or drugs or whatever it happened to be. Um, but the significance of those events is what I want to focus on, and how that uh, impacts our view of the meaning of life. I've got an excellent friend who gave up drugs and alcohol years ago. And what he pointed out to me was that when you start drinking on a, on a an addictive level or using drugs or whatever, you basically stop growing emotionally. And so for however long you are involved in that behavior, uh, you are not growing emotionally. <laughs> And so whenever you decide to stop drinking, maybe you're physically years older, but emotionally you're still crippled. You're still back where you were many years ago. And so your view of the world is influenced by that. And your idea of the meaning of life may be, gosh, life is so wonderful now that I am free from this addiction, but you still may not have the tools you need to really... uh, make life all that it can be, whereas someone else who may have gone through a much more orderly kind of life may have learned a great deal along the way and still be as confused about where all this is leading. Well, I think it's important for us to think about this from a spiritual standpoint and what is important in our lives, uh, what are our priorities, especially our spiritual priorities and how they're going to be factored into the day-to-day behaviors that we exhibit on the job. Uh, You know, we're pretty good at making to-do lists of things we need to do, but we have to realize that that to-do list should be an outgrowth of several things, including our values, which guide us down the road, our priorities, which tell us what things to focus on, uh, and then the behaviors that would come out of that. And then the to-dos are just sort of a natural outflow of all of that. Most of us never go through that exercise. We don't really think about it. We just keep writing to-do lists. And to-do lists don't have anything to do with, or at least very very much to do with, the bigger picture of what we are becoming. We are not becoming a to-do list. We are becoming a person of some type. So how do your priorities differ now from what they were, say, 20 or 30 years ago? And if you don't know the answer to that, then you probably need to do some thinking about that. Uh, Certainly as our bodies age, our priorities change. There's no doubt about that. And as our children grow up, our priorities change. And as we mature emotionally, I think our priorities change. We become much more interested in things that are um, longer lasting, that have some meaning, that have some contribution to life, that have some relevance to other people's lives. Isn't that what meaning is all about? I, I said to someone not too long ago, and I believe I still would say that again today, that there are only two things in life that are really worth living, and they're not, as Waylon Jennings said, guitars and women. The only two things in life that are really worth living are relationships and helping other people. Think about that for a minute. Maybe that's different for you, but I would say in the final analysis, we need relationships and relationships need need to matter to us and we need to be able to nurture and maintain those relationships otherwise we can have a pretty empty life and i would also add to that that if we aren't using our time in some way to help other people then we can also feel pretty empty sometimes so to me meaning involves having good relationships and using my talents or skills in some way to help other people. So, have you thought about that? Um, Does that make sense to you? If you were to go back to the person you are or were at age 21, uh, what would you do differently? Would your priorities have changed much? Would you have worked harder at uh, your job or at relationships or at being a better husband, or brother, or wife, or employer, or whatever. Um, So the meaning that we attach to life, I think, evolves. I'm thinking about the fact that when my mom died a few years ago, she was 93 years old. She was just a little widow in a small country church, Um, but she was always doing things for other people. She had plenty of time, and she could still drive and get around. Her health was good, so she could do that. But it didn't occur to me that that was anything special. That's the way I'd always seen her. But when she died, there were over 500 people at her funeral. And in fact, we had to cut off the visitation line so we could get started with the funeral because there were so many people still waiting to come through. And they all said the same thing. Your mom did this or that or the other for me or she helped me in this regard or she always kept up with me or called me, came to see me when I was sick made food for me, whatever so if you could think about your own legacy what would you like to put on your tombstone what would you like to think that people think about you when they show up at your funeral what will they be saying If you think about the six men who will carry your casket into the church or will be there to comfort your widow or whatever, um, what will those men say about you? Why do they care? Uh, That is a critically important question, and we need to know the answer to that because the answer to that question determines what we do with our time. It determines what we do with our daily activities, how much we spend our money toward helping others what toys we tend to collect versus what changes we tend to make in other people. It affects how we um, relate to our children and our family and the people that we love. So, think about the factors that have made you what you are. The values, the priorities, the things that you have decided matter in life. Um... that have determined the person that you are today that's question one and question two are you happy with that person and does that person need some more attention does that, is that person still in process is that person focused on the right things is that person tied up with a lot of collecting trinkets and toys in life instead of um, things that really matter would that person's family be proud to be considered close to you Does that person's family see you as a leader and a a trusted confidant that they can come to in in their time of need? And do friends and folks that know you casually see you as someone who has character and depth and some integrity about them? Well, you don't have to answer that to me. You have to answer that to yourself. And so the question I would put to you is if there's something about all of that that needs changing, what is it and what is your plan? Because nobody will tell you personally you need to fix all these things. They'll tell you with their absence. They'll tell you with their um, relieving you of your responsibilities at work or they will tell you by divorcing you. But they won't tell you to change yourself. And the meaning that you attached to the things you do in life will affect all the other people around you. So, a good exercise might be for you to go down, you sit down with a sheet of paper and just say, who are and what are the biggest factors and people that have influenced me to be what I am today? Positively or negatively. Maybe you split the page in half and put half and half, but look at those factors and say, who made you what you are today? Um, And then, at the bottom of that page, I would put another list, and that is, what's still lacking? What have I not developed properly? What have I not really focused on that makes my life meaningful? My guess is it's going to come down to those things that we talked about earlier, relationships and helping other people. If it doesn't, that's okay, but my guess is that it will fall into one or both of those categories. Because I believe we are social animals. We are human beings that need uh, social connections. We need to be involved with other people. We need other people to be close to us and give us uh, warmth and intimacy and, and affirmation. When we don't have that, our lives don't matter as much. Don't, uh, it's not that they don't matter as much. They're just not as meaningful. And so when we seek out meaning we have to understand that what we give comes back to us in spades. I don't know if this is true or not, but I used to hear the, the statement that the phrase to cast your bread upon the water came from biblical times when you would literally cast bread on water and the water, the bread rather, would still have some seeds that hadn't been uh, used during the process. So those seeds would then fall down to the Uh, earth, and when the water subsided they would lodge themselves in the earth and become wheat and grow more grain. I don't know if that's true or not, but it's a great image for thinking about how we plant the seeds that are going to provide for our future feeding of our soul and our our, uh, individual uh, self and our quest for meaning in our life. There's a lot of resources on this topic out there, and uh, I would encourage you to find a counselor or a trusted advisor, maybe an accountability person to have breakfast with on a regular basis to just decide what is it that's going to make the priority list in your life what's going to get placed near the top and what can fall down to the bottom because it just doesn't matter and I would ask you to think about the people in your life that you've lost over time Uh These may be relatives. These may be work associates, uh, even family members. What do those people have that made them so critically important to your development? And what can you go back and find from them to continue that development of that side of yourself? It's very important, and it's something you should probably commit some time to. Uh, One possibility would be to get up earlier every day and do some spiritual reading and do some uh, self-analysis and to think about how you're living your life. Um, My Jewish friends tell me that one of the most important exercises they do is to lie down at night before they go to sleep and ask themselves, who might I have offended today and might I need to make amends with tomorrow? Whatever those questions are that you need to ask yourself about your own uh, spirituality and your own search for meaning, I suggest that you do that and take the results of that and and really apply it to every course of your life. Life is about happiness, but happiness comes from having meaning in your life. Well, I've enjoyed our conversation. I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you will uh, find time to communicate with us. Send us an email. Uh, there are other resources on the website that may be helpful to you as well. Um, I would suggest making your own spiritual plan, your own for Meaning plan, decide what you are all about and how you're going to pursue that. And by all means, take care of your relationships and find a way to do something good for others.